Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash Am I the Butthole? If you want to get involved in today's stories, they are pinned in the top comment below, so please feel free to get involved. But if you are new here, please consider hitting the like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out our channel. And let's just dive straight in to today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from Timely Middle 5653. Am I the arsehole for refusing to give my late ex-husband's kids money, especially after they tried suing me? My late ex-husband and I had three kids together. We divorced because he had mental health issues that he refused to seek help for. He remarried a woman almost immediately after and they divorced as well, after they had two young kids together. Two divorces in a five-year span prompted him to finally get help and he became a much better person. We re-established a close friendship. When he got sick, could no longer work and his medical bills were bankrupting him, I offered him to live with me and our kids. When he passed, I established social security for my kids and moved on with my life. And I assumed that she did the same. The kids are now all over 18. Three years ago, I got a court summons. His other two other kids decided that their father had remarried me and I stole all his money for myself slash my kids. I was basically just the devil and they were going to get what they were owed. This was completely wrong. I never remarried my ex while we lived together as a family for the past almost six years. It was not even a little romantic and it would have been stupid to remarry him. His medical bills were insane. There was no money for any of the kids because he had no money. I was fine to have his kids come over, which was usually 50-50 aside from years two and six, but I never pretended to be a parent to them. The reason there's some money now is because I was able to establish a good career and my current husband was established when we met. I tried to talk to them, but they wouldn't listen and insisted on going before a judge. During the hearing, when records were pulled out, they switched to the argument that my ex acted as a stay-at-home parent for me, which allowed me to grow my career. This didn't work and their case was dismissed. Now they're not only still low income, but they've racked up lawyer fees. They're now crying to anyone that will listen about how evil I am to bankrupt teenagers and how they're even more unable to go to college because I won't be fair. Some of our mutual relatives are now saying that I should care more about these kids because they were basically my stepkids, even if not by law. And that family isn't that black and white. You know, in this one, I think OP did try talking to them, as it says in this post. He tried explaining the situation and probably trying to explain the finances as well. But they still went ahead. They didn't listen, racked up their own court fees and got themselves in trouble over it. So I think this is down to them, which is a great shame this ended up this way. I mean, and it's always typical, like the quote in this says, some of our mutual relatives are now saying that I should care more about these kids as they were basically my stepkids, even if not by law. But let's face it, I don't think this relationship is going to be rebuilt after they've taken over op to court over this it's just not going to happen is it and i don't blame op one little bit you don't owe them money at all they're claiming that you was basically stealing money from them which is not the case at all in the situation so absolutely not the asshole 
And if the relatives are that concerned, maybe they should get involved themselves. And it's usually the case in these stories, right? But we'll check out some comments to see what they say. And we'll start with Danny Big D saying, Not the arsehole, they play dirty and now they are paying for it. Not your problem. And fuck you Galen saying, Not the arsehole. And clearly they were either misleading the lawyer, this case seems unwinnable, or the lawyer was hoping you would settle. Either way, they are not your problem. And LadyCast79 says, Not the arsehole. There is clearly not ever going to be a way for you to alter their perspective on this. I'm sure that they legitimately feel that, that you somehow were unfair to them in this complex situation. However, that's on them, not you. If they had to be caretakers for their dying father, their burden would have been worse. They can join the legions of people who get zero financial resources from their parents and make their own way. You're an amazing person for helping your ex and you owe the kids he created after your relationship was dissolved nothing. Captain Hallucination says, not the arsehole. They involve the court. They have to live with the outcome. And Azure Taken says, not the arsehole. They try to forcefully take money from you and wouldn't listen because of their stubbornness. Now they're badmouthing you for winning in court, even they had almost no case. Just some stupid kids that were trying to get money without working. And now they're facing the financial consequences of their decisions. Plus, if you were never anything close to a parent to them, why would you care? And now let's move on to the next story. And we got a fairly short one from Happy Dance 103 Am I the arsehole for explaining to my son why we can't get him a birthday present this year? I have a 10, almost 11-year-old son. His birthday is in three weeks' time and me and my husband can't afford to get him a birthday present this year. We explained to him that we've taken a financial hit and that instead of a birthday present, we'll get his favorite takeaway and watch a movie of his choice on his birthday and per his request, he can have the day off school. Yesterday, we were at his grandparents, my husband's parents, and they asked what mum and dad are getting him for his birthday and he blurted out, nothing, they are poor. We weren't embarrassed by it or anything because he just generally doesn't have a filter and it's nothing to be embarrassed about. The grandparents didn't think so. They pulled us into the next room and said we were in the wrong for telling him about this and he's too young to know about what's going on. We tried to defend ourselves. Then they called us a pair of assholes for not trying harder to provide the best for our son and being lazy instead of finding a way. Are we the assholes? And we'll start with OK Professional on this one saying not the arsehole. Also, you didn't get him nothing. Take out a movie, making it his day and let him have a day off school is a present. Presents don't have to be expensive electronics. This present may end up being far more memorable. The grandparents should mind their own business. And Dark Observer says, Soft, you're the arsehole, not because you can't afford a gift, because you've decided to burden your child with adult problems. And Dark Symphony says, Was everything done to try and get him something? Overtime, side hustle, donate blood. Sometimes money is tight and it's okay to explain that to your child. There's nothing wrong instilling the value of a dollar to your child. Let him know his present as he's got a roof and light. Not the arsehole if you did everything possible. Kind of an arsehole if you're just like, Welp, that's it. And JJ Swin says, Everyone sucks here. I find it really hard to believe that you couldn't get something for his birthday if you could afford a takeaway. Could you have not borrowed money of the grandparents so that he doesn't miss out? It wasn't right for them to call you assholes, but I do understand where they are coming from. To which OP replied to this saying, Go into more debt than I'm already in. No thanks. They don't lend money either. His favorite takeaway cost less than 20. He wanted its ears pierced. Go into some reputable and not Claire's or a jeweler's or buying the equipment on Sheen would have cost upwards of 40, which isn't doable. 
And one more from Miranda666 saying, Not the arsehole. These people are jerks. Your son is 10. He is old enough to understand that sometimes there just isn't enough money. Lots of kids grow up learning to make do with less. I'm a preacher's kid and my childhood birthday and Christmas gifts were often homemade. What mattered the most to me was that my parents made my birthday into a day where they showed and told me how much they loved me, how important I was to them, how special. Those were gifts that mattered. The next time these people attack you, don't bother defending yourself. We're teaching our son that a family is about love, respect and honesty in times of good and bad. And if they don't shut up about it, leave. And then I spotted this one just for a bit of controversy as well. Jazisa replies to this one saying, I don't agree. You say your gifts were often homemade. Awesome, but you still got gifts. I grew up dirt poor and I always got something. Presents are important if you are a kid. If you're a little creative, you can make sure they get some kind of gift. Like make something, be creative or go to a thrift store. You can buy stuffed animals for 50 cents sometimes. There's no way they can afford takeout but can't find a dollar to spend on a cheap gift. No, I don't remember what the gifts were when I was young, but I do remember getting gifts, opening them, the surprise of what's inside the wrapping paper. And now I turn this one to you guys after a mixed selection of comments there. What do you think? This story is from That Sad Dad. Would I be the asshole if I confronted a woman who keeps staring at my daughter's room? My fiance, 38 female and I, 37 male, bought a new house at the beginning of the year. There was some work to be done before we could move in, but we've been here for about a month now with our daughter, 10 female. When we're in the process of buying the house, we met the previous homeowners, a pair of sisters who appeared to be middle-aged or thereabouts. Their mother had previously lived in the house until she passed away, although she had passed in hospital and not actually in the house itself. While we're working on the house, I noticed that one of the sisters had a habit of driving past on an almost daily basis. Sometimes she'd sit outside in her car and watch us work. I suppose my fiance and I hoped this would stop, but the woman still drives past multiple times a week at around midday and parks across the road to stare at the house. My daughter's bedroom is at the front of the house and we're fairly certain that from where she is parked, she can see in. While I know she is grieving her mother and likely does not have any sinister intentions, this behavior is making us uncomfortable. I know that the house has sentimental value to her and that this may be part of her grieving process and she isn't really doing any harm, but my fiance is refusing to open the curtain of the kitchen window and worries that she is becoming paranoid that whenever she looks out of the windows, she'll see her. I know technically she's parked in front of the neighbor's house across the road, so I don't know what power I'd have to move her. Would I be the asshole if I confronted her and asked her to stop? Now, I think OP knows what's up in this one. They said that they can see that one of these women is grieving and they're turning up. So I think you would be the asshole depending on how you approach the situation. If you approached it from an empathy standpoint and went out and said, look, can I help you with anything? I've noticed you've been out here a couple of times. And, you know, they replied saying, oh, that's my mother's house and, and approaching her about it and explain how she's making you feel because at the same time while i do understand you know as i always say people grieve in different ways and we have to deal with grief in our own ways i don't think making a family uncomfortable and staring at them through the window is the right way to go about it i think although there is grief involved grief isn't an excuse to you know stare at people through their windows if that's what's going on in this situation putting myself in op shoes and 
pretending I've stood at the kitchen window and someone's staring at me across the road, you know, a couple of times a week or whatever would make me certainly uncomfortable and I would have to approach it. Obviously, I would approach it from an empathy standpoint, seeing as OP knows the situation here and knows it could be grief. Explain it that you understand that they are grieving and, and you are starting to make, you know, this family uncomfortable in their own house, which just isn't fair. So I'm going to say not the arsehole in this situation to me. It was very much virgin. It was close to virgin on no one's an arsehole here. But, you know, I don't think it's fair to make a family, although it's grief, I don't think it's fair to make a family feel uncomfortable in their own home. But let's check out some comments to see what they say. And we'll start with Mike saying, not the arsehole. I suspect she isn't aware she's being noticed. Maybe go oblique. Hi, I see you out here most days. Is everything okay? And G8R Toad says, not the arsehole, ask her politely to stop staring as your family is feeling intimidating and harassed. And if the polite angle doesn't work, go the legal route. You have every right to feel safe in your own home. Sounds like one of the sisters has seller's regrets. And Lisa says, no one's an arsehole here for a gentler approach. Maybe you should try asking your real estate agent to talk to their agent. It might help coming from someone they are familiar with. And Webby Vanderquick says, no one's an arsehole here. Maybe the word confront is too strong. It'd be fine to talk to her about this. I'm not going to call her an arsehole because it's almost certainly just grief and not a desire to see inside your daughter's bedroom. It does need to stop though. And then Driver says, not the arsehole, although this, this could be part of the grieving process. She still shouldn't be doing this. It's an invasion of privacy. Yeah, and just listen to those comments as well. It reminds me like when my dad passed away and, you know, he was renting his property by the time he passed away. And um, when I go and see my brother who, who lives like not about 50 feet away from here, he lives and I see my dad's place empty and just sitting there. And, you know, it, it does go through my head like, oh, who's going to be there next? I hope they don't wreck the place. And, it, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I think in this situation when I'm looking at it from a logical standpoint and I can't stand there staring at the house, especially when there's people going to be living there as well. So, yeah, that, that's just my random thought there of the day. <laughs> but let's move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Throwaway Worker Wales. Am I the arsehole for teasing my daughter? My daughter, 25 female, has always been into Japanese cartoons and Japanese music. Something I've never really understood, as I find it rather childish. Over the years, I've teased her slightly when she's watched her programs. Recently, she started watching Korean dramas on Netflix, and she has to have the subtitles on, which annoys me because I feel like you're missing things in the actual program. Again, I teased her slightly about liking Korean slash Japanese things, and I teased her about this boy band she really likes, since I would have thought she'd grown out of boy band stage by now. About two months ago, I found out that she was learning Korean, and again, I teased her for it, saying it would be more use for her to learn Chinese, since it's one of the most required languages in the world, or Welsh, since we live in Wales. She then blew up at me, calling me a judgmental arsehole, saying she did learn Welsh in school, but she never used it so she can't speak it well anymore. That at least she'd be able to use Korean and Japanese, if only to watch programs or listen to music, and that any language on her CV will be a welcome addition. That it could possibly open new doors to her. She hasn't spoken to me since, so it makes me wonder if I was an arsehole for teasing her. Absolutely, you're going to be the arsehole for teasing something that your daughter likes. Why don't you embrace it and encourage it, man? I mean, come on. And even teasing her for wanting to learn new languages is absolutely crazy. Teasing someone for wanting to better themselves. You've got to be better than this. And I hate to be like, I hate to be an arsehole and say that, but you've got to be better than that. We see it time and time again in these stories where, you know, a parent disrespects their hobbies and their learning. 
and eventually they get cut off. And that's what you're facing at the moment. But we'll start with Captain Hallucination saying, you're the arsehole, you're not acting as her parent, you are being her bully. And Nazibi says, you're the arsehole. I got picked on by my mum for liking K-pop in high school and other interests growing up. And it makes me more reluctant to share my interests with her. There's nothing wrong with being 25 and into those things. In fact, it's hip now. And Knox Wilde says, you're the arsehole because you're using the word teasing to describe how you pick on her and annoy her and spoil her pleasure and interest because she has to listen to you tell her she's childish or misguided for liking these things. Honestly, why do you enjoy ruining her enjoyment with your stupid teasing? She obviously dislikes it and thinks you're an arsehole for doing it. Do you think anybody's going to tell you, sure, keep on picking at your daughter and enjoy seeing her be annoyed? Teasing is only often fun for the arsehole doing the teasing. Why don't you take an honest interest in your daughter's hobbies instead of intentionally making her feel bad for having them? And 10019 Reddit says, You're the arsehole. I have a father like you. I haven't spoken with him for three years. He also thought it was teasing and that I was overreacting. It was straight up hateful and bullying. You set the tone of the relationship you have with your adult children when they are still children. Your daughter can make her own decisions now and she's made her choice clear. And let's move on to another story. And this story is from my brother in prison. Am I the arsehole for refusing to lie to my son about my brother going to prison? My brother, 20 male, has been arrested for drug possession and attempting to smuggle it across the border. He took a plea deal and will be locked up for a few months. My brother loves his nephew, my son, who is around 12. He told my son he would be going away for a while because he would be deployed overseas. I immediately called him out for it and said, no, you're not. You got arrested and are going to prison. He pulled me aside and said, what are you doing? It'll break his heart knowing that I'm going to prison. To which I said, I don't care. You're not going to lie to my son or commit stolen valor. You know how much that pisses me off as a veteran myself. My son asked me what happened and I told him the truth. Many family members said I should have just went with it to save my brother the embarrassment. I don't care. I'm not going to let him take credit for something he didn't earn. I'm posting this as a sanity check. As well as the whole stolen valor thing, which totally you're right to call out. It's like if your son looks up to your brother as well and looks at him as a bit of a hero character, which I kind of I'm kind of getting feelings for it. I'm not sure why I'm kind of getting that kind of sense for it. I think the truth needs to come out about these kind of things, you know, because one day this the, all these truths will come out and it will reflect really badly on everyone around him who's lied to him and said, oh, yeah, he went on deployment and it's going to look really bad. And I reckon son may resent people for it. So that was just my initial thoughts on that one. But Swagger Elite says, not the arsehole. Kids should know the flaws of the person they look up to, be it the father or in this case, uncle. Otherwise, the kids will put them on a pedestal so high and believe them to be flawless. And when they eventually realize the hard truth, kids may resent the person they looked up to as well as others who lied about the truth. But I do understand why the uncle might feel angry, but it's better that the kid knows. That was kind of my thoughts as well, but Swagger Elite there put it 10 times better than I could actually get it out of my stupid mouth. <laughs> but Guinevere Morgan says, not the asshole, not at all. I'm a firm believer in telling kids the truth, age appropriately, but the truth. Your son was bound to find out about your brother's time in prison eventually, which would wreck your credibility right along with your brothers if you had gone along with the lie. And then he'd probably wonder what else he was lied to about. And TRJR102 says, not the arsehole. Your son is going to learn the truth sooner or later. It's better that he gets the truth directly and be able to trust you and the people around him rather than find out he's been lied to. I think you've did the right thing as a father. 
And Blop Blarp says, not the arsehole, don't lie to teenagers, and the fact that he's trying to say he's in the military is gross, and I'm not one to salute the troops. And Briar Rose 1021 says, not the arsehole, he's your son, which means you get to decide what to tell him. Yes, your brother is embarrassed about going to prison, but that's on him. If anything, this could be a good opportunity for your son to learn that people make mistakes, get punished for them, and then work to, hopefully, better their lives. It can also be an opportunity, if you choose, for your son to see how citizens who were once incarcerated can be normal people who work to better themselves after learning from their mistakes, while also facing the stigma from society, which highlights the need for future reform in the prison-slash-justice system. All of that, of course, is for you to decide, as he is your son. Tell your brother that you are sorry that he's embarrassed, but he needs to own his mistakes and use this as an opportunity to show his nephew that people can make mistakes and learn from them. That people are human and that he's not perfect and that's okay. Of course, your brother needs to accept those things first, but there is no reason that your son will not still love his uncle just because of this. Also, you're absolutely right on the stolen valor. That is not acceptable. And I really can't believe your brother would ask that of you as a veteran. Your family members saying you should have just gone along with it are likely acting out of their own embarrassment for your brother. Again, stigma associated with incarceration, even though it affects millions in our country. So just stick to your proverbial guns on this one. Thank you so much for your love, your support, and the time out of your day for being here. It's absolutely incredible. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.